The book fair comes but twice a year. And this week is the week. It's Splendid Elementary Book Fair Week. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to my lab. I'm broadcasting from Splendid University campus in the city of Splendid, West Virginia. It's an extraordinary city, home to some of the most amazing boys and girls and giant bugs and kids trapped in video games and all kinds of unexplainable things. Some people think the top secret, experimental, none of your business experiments of my lab have something to do with all the strange happenings in this town. I can assure you, nothing could be further from the truth. Do I seem like the type that would zap a boy into a video game forever? <laughs> oh. I do love a good book fair. I have fond memories of a young boy of bringing home those book fair brochures, so bright and colorful and full of unread reads, I wanted to buy them all. And I remember touring the library the day before the book fair officially opened and making a list of all the books we wanted to buy. Oh, and it was in the library. My favorite spot in any school is the library. It is indeed the heart, the most important part of any school. That's the case here at Splendid University. It's the case at Splendid Elementary, too. And the library at Splendid Elementary is the backdrop, the setting for this week's story. Live and let read from the book fair with love. Book fair time is the most wonderful time of the school year for superhero kid Buck Travers. His best friend and partner in crime fighting, Tracy, was an avid reader too. They both stood staring at piles of books through the library window. Not until tomorrow, Miss Robinson, their teacher said, drawing their attention back to her, Remind your parents to send book fair money tomorrow. Buck had been saving for weeks. His parents would pay him for chores like washing dishes and folding laundry, tasks that he could do in super speed thanks to his superpowers. Tracy made extra dollars delivering newspapers before school, though she had to be careful of her super strength when tossing them at neighbors' doors. You can imagine Buck and Tracy's surprise when they arrived at school the next day to find all the book fair books had been stolen. Miss Robinson, the teacher, delivered the bad news. The book fair is canceled, she said through tears. Buck and Tracy had to get to the bottom of this. They started with the usual suspects, for news spreads fast among bad guys. Tracy paid Kid Popsicle a visit 
Kid Popsicle was a girl turned into an icy villain after eating too many popsicles. She didn't take the you-are-what-you-eat warning her parents gave her very seriously. I don't have your books, Tracy. Fine. Let me know if you hear anything. I'll trade freeze pops for information. Buck visited his old pal, the Milkman, in jail. The Milkman was one of the most dastardly scoundrels of all, for he had the power to rob chocolate milk of its most important ingredient, the chocolate, leaving it completely undrinkable. He had tormented Buck and his classmates until he was finally defeated and arrested. What would I do with books? the milkman asked, unless they're made of chocolate. Let me know if you hear anything, Buck replied. You'll be glad you did. He unwrapped and began to eat a chocolate candy bar. The milkman broke down and told Buck all. I know who did it, Buck told Tracy. Tracy tried to guess. The chili monster? No. Zero man? No. The pumpkin thief? No. The monkey bar brute? The toilet paper giant? Tofu Tommy? Buck shook his head or answered no to each one. Who was the culprit? The book fair burglar. I've never heard of him, Tracy replied. Buck hadn't either. But the milkman had told Buck the whole twisted story. He told Buck of meeting and befriending the book fair burglar, of learning much about his love for books, and of giving him the address to a specific elementary school so that when he got out of jail he could rob it of all its literary treasures. He also told me where the burglar was hiding, Buck added. Buck and Tracy made their way to the library specifically a small corner far away from the librarian's watchful eye. Buck pulled a specific book from the shelf, and a large door opened from out of nowhere. It was a secret passage. They entered. Books began to blast our kid superheroes, launched out of the book fair burglar's book cannon. Buck and Tracy dodged back and forth. Then it stopped. The book cannon was one thing. But their next obstacle was even tougher. Buck and Tracy found themselves trapped, the walls closing in on them, as if someone was closing a very large book with them trapped in the middle. Were it not for their super speed, they both would have been crushed. Suddenly they were face to face with the book fair burglar. Take one more step and the books get it. The burglar threatened to set fire to all his book fair treasures. He continued, You may have made it past my book cannon and my book crusher, but your journey has reached its end. Instead of an attack, Buck and Tracy tried to reason with the book fair burglar. They knew he loved books, and they didn't believe he could actually bring himself to burn them. They talked, attempting to befriend him, It worked. Buck and Tracy learned that the book fair burglar wasn't all that bad. He was just lashing out because he loved to read, but he didn't have any books of his own. You don't have to steal, Tracy said. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a library? Buck added. A what? The burglar asked. 
the book fair burglar gave up and agreed to give back the book fair books if Buck and Tracy helped him to get a library card. Something that he didn't even know existed until this very day. The book fair burglar would have to volunteer to help the librarian five hours a week to make up for the problems he caused. And he'd have to get rid of that book cannon and that book crusher, that's for sure. Everyone learned a valuable lesson that day. The book fair burglar learned of a magical place called a library, where anyone can escape into any one of thousands of adventures for free. And our kid superheroes learned that sometimes talking through your problems can be just as powerful as super speed or super strength. The book fair soon returned to this elementary school, and the most wonderful time of the school year was enjoyed by all. That's all for this week, listeners. Thanks for tuning in yet again to episode 8. Next week's episode is a very special Thanksgiving episode. Thanksgiving is such a wonderful, joyous time of year. Unless you're Turk, a turkey, and pork chop, a pig. Tune in next week as they conspire to escape the meat jackpot restaurant. It's a Thanksgiving action adventure like none other. Until then. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab is written and read by Jonathan Joy. The part of Buck Travers was played by Levi Joy. I'm Rissy Joy, the proud wife and mother of these two. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Spread the word, tell a friend. Also, please consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. If you do, Professor Theo might mention you on next week's Thanksgiving episode. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at Theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.